0: Shekinah Glory Healing and Revival is on the air. We are live with DJ Prisco Evangelist from the Gulf of Mexico in Florida. Uh,
1: And I remember telling the kids that the give I didn't know you were that guy. You were that kind of person, you know. Like, but now look what Jesus did. Come on. And now that I told you that, you don't have to do that now. Amen. You don't got to. Someone's finally told you that you could have more fun in church serving God than you are out there. I well, wish someone would have told me that. I mean, not just told me, but showed me. There you go. We've heard enough teaching and preaching to save the whole world over and over and over again. What we need is the power and the demonstration. And the power. Don't tell me. Show me. People get up and preach. And in the first five minutes, you've got me on it. Why do we need to do something? They get up and they preach. In the first five minutes, you've sold me on why we need to have faith. Or why we need to serve God. But tell me how. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Give me some instruction. Yeah. Feed me. Get real with me. Yeah. Tell me some stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I went out and I did all this stuff: partying and drank and bump my head and arrested and all this crazy stuff. I mean, I never got. I was never bad. Like I didn't do like you know steal or like break in. I never did crazy stuff. I just you know drinking and drugging and yeah. partying. Like I said, good old boy stuff, which is they just, they ain't no good old boy. bad as and what else. But, uh, and the whole time, I'd be at the bar arguing. I'd be arguing. No, no, no. Don't, they start making fun of Jesus or the Holy Spirit. Uh-uh. I don't care how drunk I was. I'd sit there and be like, no, God is real. The Holy Spirit is real. And, you know, I don't play that. We sit there we'd argue, but yeah. God is real. I, I, see, what I was trying to do, my lie was, I, I wanted to have fun. See, when well, I am sitting there in church, and the deacon, Mr. Deacon, get up and tell me all his stories about how wild his life was. You done had all your fun. I want to have some fun, too. You know, <laughs> they say, tell you, wow, what a bad heathen you used to be, how much fun you had, now you settle down. Well, you know, and the lie of the devil is, you know, because the <laughs> church you'd go to would be two fast songs, three slow songs, cute offertory, beat the Baptist in the buffet line. we <laughs> <laughs> Come on, right. And every once in a while somebody may pop in, you might have an evangelist pop in or somebody with the fire of God Woo! It's amazing, and you get rededicated, you're going down to the altar and giving your heart back to Jesus because you really want it. But you don't know how to kindle it, you know how to keep it. Yeah. Like with fire. You can set a fire, right, right. you can yeah. put a, you, you know how to get a fire. I mean, you know what's crazy? You say you can set a fire. It's harder than you think. I don't know how they say you could burn out a whole hotel with one match. I can't even get a little campfire started with a big bucket of gasoline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're trying to start a fire you're like, what is going on here? But anyway, when you start a fire, if you just walked away from it and didn't touch it after a while, what's going to happen? Uh-huh. It's going to go out. To keep a fire, you have to keep it kindled. That's right. You've got to poke on it and move it around a little bit. Kindle it. Let the air get to it. Maybe throw another the water to the log. Amen. Yes, yes, let the ox get to it, and, and, and you're, you're you're abiding in it. You're abiding to you're you're paying attention to it. You're not just walking away from it. Amen. Amen. So as I was in church as usual, uh, you know we, we I, you know I I didn't understand the principles that I'm going to talk about tonight about having a true relationship with God. Yes, yes. being in intimacy into Him, you see, Amen. intimacy, being in Him, intimacy. Amen. See, he may be in you. You may have asked him to come into your life, but are you in him? Come on. That's true. Amen. Are you in him? He could be in you, but are you in him? Are you sacrificing yourself? Are you actually doing your part to seek him with all your heart? Are you reading the scriptures and saying, hey, this is what the Bible's telling me that I need to be in and what I need to do? To seek God and be in him. Amen. 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 And so I didn't have a personal relationship. I just had like this. Idea of what I thought God was. And I didn't want to go to hell, and I wanted to you know, go to heaven, and, and I was a good Church of God boy, and I, and I loved the Lord, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't strong enough because Sunday, you know, we had church on Sunday and Wednesday, but Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we weren't in church. There's the beer commercials, mm-hmm. and there's the pretty girls with the cute guys going up the ski about this Bud for you, and they're all cool looking, and right? Then you go to church. Right? And you don't see a bunch of young people. You see older people hanging out and just doing their they had all their fun. Right? Like I said, there's a, a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's the biggest lie I've ever bought. That try to have your fun. Because you go out there and it, it, it just gets worse and worse. And what once used to work don't work no more. Now you need more. And you need more and you need more. And it just causes you to go from all sin leads to death. All sin's final destination is death. And when I had this experience with God, it's changed my life. I've never been the same. I've actually met God. I found God. I don't want to jump ahead. I want to get a little bit of my testimony. My whole life changed. And when my life changed, it's my mission to tell everyone I know this one principle. And if you learn this one principle, you'll go from an average Christian to the supernatural. Because God is no respecter of persons. Imagine. He did it for me, a little freckle, for, you know. Like, talk about David being out, the, out in the sheep, the little freckle face, ruddy-haired right boy who was oh, yeah. not even looked upon among the brothers. His brothers were all, you know, tall and, and established and, and did lots of, I he was the one called. Why? Because his heart. That's right. Yes. His heart. You can have as much of God as you want, you can tear down nations for Jesus. It's up to you. Yeah. Think about Wipplesworth. He didn't start until he was in the 50s. Wow. 50s! And he did things we're still talking about today. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing man of God. So I think that you know covers everyone. Mm-hmm. No matter how old you are, that's just an excuse. God wants to use you. No matter fact, the older you are, the more experience you have, the more you can mother or father someone. Come on. Yeah. The more you can tell people. Experience. There's an anointing that you have as a mother of Israel. As a father of Israel to father people and mentor people because you've been there. God likes to give that anointing from the top down to teach people. Amen. Remember he was seeking and searching for that and not finding that for some reason, you know, in the churches. And not all churches, I know there's some great churches out there. But I'm talking about overall. We are in the greatest age of spiritual apathy, I think, the world is. Yes. 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 We are there. The Bible talks about to the level of, of spiritual apathy, which means you know, lukewarm, falling away, right. equals great deception. Yeah, yes. because yes. if you are spiritually apathetic, if you are pulling back, if you are lukewarm, if you are coming, then you de- then you're not in the Holy Ghost, then you're not on fire, then this, you can be deceived by anything. Yeah. The Bible says even the elect, can be deceived. Yeah, it's impossible. Impossible. It is possible. It is. impossible. That's why you gotta have the Holy Ghost. You've got to have the Holy Spirit. I don't care how knowledgeable you are or, or about anything. You've yes. got to have the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because yes. the devil, he's no match. He's been around from day one. He knows how you think. He knows everything. He has seen tons of you come and go, come and go. And knows every little button that works on you. Yes. That's why you've got to have the Holy Spirit. Yes. He's no match. for the Holy Spirit, I don't see no one. He's the greatest power, the earth will ever see. Amen. Praise, amen. 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 Praise, Praise God. The now, Lord. there's two things I wanted to do. I didn't do it. I wanted to work before. I want to acknowledge Milton real quickly. If you would just stand, get used to being in front of people. Because okay. God's called you to speak, <laughs> to, to preach, to <laughs> prophesy and lay hands that God's going to use you. We're going to get, amen. I'm not trying to call you out, but get used to being in front of people. Yes. She was on the video. She had uh, lupus for 19 years. And then the Lord gave me a word of knowledge at her house one day. I saw a vessel with white stuff. That video you saw is really a 28-minute video. But I chopped it down as much as I could to six minutes so you can see it. We don't have time to watch a 28-minute video. But you can if you want to go to uh, uh, Shekinah Healing and Revival Ministries. If you go here on Facebook, it'll say watch video. Click watch video. It's 28 minutes of it, just the whole, ca- the whole account of what happened. She had lupus for 19 years. Uh, lots of different. I mean, we thought we didn't know what was wrong with her because you know different things happen when you have that. She'd be in church some she wouldn't be. I was a minister, pastor of, of a church, a grand church. God, and uh, she was, you know, always things were happening. We kind of first we thought she was a hypochondriac at first. We're like, well, said, what do you mean you're sick? What do you mean? Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't get, we didn't understand. Like, why is she always sick? Random rashes, random rashes are popping up. No, we didn't understand. Like, that sounds kind totally of like you're just making stuff up. You know, you gained 100 pounds one time, like a week yeah. or something. I mean, yeah. and, and you will die, glupus will take you to the grave. There's no care for it yeah. in the doctor world, okay? Yeah. And people die all the time from it. And she had it for 19 years. Wow. And you had the one, the ALS, the one that yeah. was... The 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 the, the, the 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 worst one. The worst one. The, the worst one. That, okay, and my mom gets me. What happens is I was spending time in God's presence, the anointing was starting to rub off on me. and My mom, because we started praying for people, started to get healed. She's like, "Pray for me to sinuses." And here I am thinking, oh, "The devil just <laughs> told me." And I said, "Okay, my mom's getting me to pray for everybody because just you know something, right? You know how you think. Come on, you know." And <laughs> mom was, getting me to pray for everybody because people are starting to get healed. And, it don't work like that. You know, no, we don't just start. It's not a right. button. It's, it's not right. a right. it's it's right. right. you got to be holy moment. And all, right? yeah. <laughs> Actually, don't. No, you just have it. If uh, you have it. And so I walk up to pray with her, and the devil goes, you've got the worst sciences of anyone you've ever known. How are you going to pray for her? <laughs> oh, And the Holy Spirit came right and said, that's all right, buddy. You're not the one healing her anyway. Come on. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, Praise God! Let's see what happened? Lay hands. Start praying for sciences. Well, sciences is not what God wanted to you. I think you got healed anyway. But we're praying, and all of a sudden, before you realize it's even happening, the supernatural just jumped. I'm seeing a vision of a blood vessel with white stuff in it. It was like lightning. It was like and the Holy Spirit said, "By the fire of God, cleanse it out." And I'm like, I don't want it. First, I was hearing blood, blood, and I'm saying. I'm now praying for blood, and my mom's like, why is she saying blood? If you can pray for sinuses, right? and I didn't want to be cliche. I'm not a t- I, one thing I, will, I am not is hype. I'm, I don't need hype. God's too real for hype. You know, you see these people pushing people or, or trying to hype people. You don't have to. God's too real. And guess what? I love you, but I don't care what we think. I care what he thinks. Amen. He's Amen. the one judging me. Okay? Amen. So I love you. But I don't care what people think. I care what he thinks. He's watching me 24-7, yeah. seven days a week. Okay? So when I'm praying with someone or I'm doing something, God is judging me and watching me with a magnifying glass. I don't care what the people think. Yeah. So when I'm praying with her, I'm thinking I don't want to be uh, cliche and just be like uh, blood or make something up. I'm say, Lord, you got to show me or I'm going to say it. You know what I mean? You've got you to tell me because I'm not going to be cliche and say something random like that. Show me God and I'll do it. If you don't, then I don't, I don't want to make, I don't got to grab the straws. And all of a sudden, I saw a vision of, of, of a, a vessel with, with white stuff in it. I said, By the fire of God, I cleanse it out. She said, you're shaking. And I caught the words of the Puerto Rican Suffolk. She was like, Oh, Santo! right? <laughs> <laughs> and the power got hit her, and we got done. I so said, you know uh, I told her my vision, and when I saw it, she goes, I had lupus. I said, yeah, I've heard you say that before. I don't know what that means. Lupus has to do with the white cells in your bloodstream, which which is healing, helps you your body, your immune system heal. I went. I said, listen, if God showed me that, he wasn't being cool. Look, what he has, but that no, if he shows you something, that means he's dealing with it. Yeah. I said, if he showed me yeah. that and told me to say this, you're healed by the name of Jesus. After the from, the, from your mouth.
2: And like, I've been here for four years
1: now. now yeah. Amen. <laughs> the doctor, they're scrambling. They're like, wait a minute, something's not right. Nineteen years, this don't go away. Right. Yeah. This don't go away. So they sent her to a specialist. Two weeks later, she calls at ten thirty or ten, and she's in bed by like nine, right? So, so something like that. And when you called, you were all like, we're like, hey, you okay? What's up? Why so late? You right? And she was like, yeah, uh, they can't find. You. Like I'm, I'm, they can't find it. It's gone. a like, no specialist. Thing. That was four years ago. Thank she has not had another symptom or anything since then. She's been And it's like everyone else in the video from the fractured yeah. rib. Almost he failed. The guy, the pastor is assistant. He was assistant pastor of a church, executive pastor, and he's not the one to really come to the altar as much to be prayed for or anything, you know, or you know, be slain in the spirit. But he, I guess the Lord let. He thought he should come down and get a prayer, see what happens. So when i lay in hands, I told him, oh, sh- don't let him fall. He just came my nostrils, As a of fact, you're ready to let him fall. <laughs> they couldn't hold him up. He was gone. He was gone on the floor. And he fell so hard that people were like, man, oh, i went, man, oh God, man. Even when I'm being like, you ah. he hit the guy. It was hard. And I told you, don't let him fall.
0: <laughs> Jesus. I went and I said, Lord, heal
1: him, he heal him <laughs> he got, He got up off that floor. He said he was out when he got off the floor. No more pain. It was healed on the spot. Fractured rib healed right then and there. Every since that same night, you brought your um, niece? your niece who had scoliosis, and she and we prayed for her on the altar, and she went straight as a pencil the same night. And um, I believe uh, anyway, it was, you drove from Tampa and brought her, and, and there was a bump that was there. And by the time they got home, the bump was gone, completely gone, and God healed her. Just last service in Orlando. Um, I prayed with a lady who was in a wheelchair and got her by the wheelchair and she, she took steps and, see, and I didn't know I'm thinking, okay, we're expecting more than that because we see more than that but she walked, she was, she was walking wow. but she went back to a chair and I felt like maybe um, you know, it, it's under her faith, okay, I'm not going to be dragging anyone unless I hear God say so specifically but she was walking and I thought okay, God, I didn't know, she gets on Facebook basically, I've not walked in two years
0: Oh, wow. Wow. And I felt the
1: healing power of God, and I'm, I have not. And I know that I'm healed. I'm, I just got to get the, I just got to get the muscles stronger now. So I'm healed. Pam, the one on video, was the last lady. She came. She has some spinal problem. She said that the doctors couldn't do nothing. She had a lot of pain, and she got healed that same night, in, in the altars. Uh, Marlene as well. Marlene's been healed several times, several days So as so so as um, April. She slipped and fell at Walmart. And tore her rotor cuff, and it was bad. I mean, it was horrible. I mean, imagine just you can't. Yeah. And they did surgery after surgery, there it wasn't healing. Things were happening. And she came to her a service. It was, it was over at a church in uh, uh, over in Ruskin, and she showed up over there. And Anyway, uh, she got completely healed on the spot. She's doing this and completely healed on the spot. You know. And so you, we just we give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. See, I didn't grow up in church seeing this stuff. I didn't grow up seeing this. stuff. I was in this ministry. Like I told you, it was out like of signs, wonders, and miracles, and it came out of any head, this guy did. And as I was an usher and a catcher and a drummer and, 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 and worked the ministry, I did AV. I worked full self for recording arts, and I got to do video and audio and all that kind of stuff. I ran, helped run his ministry, and I chased after that anointing, not knowing what I was doing, but just, just being so hungry for God that I received an impartation from that. Amen? Amen. Amen. And next thing you know, I started laying hands, people started getting healed, people started getting touched, people started getting. And, and like I said, it really, really comes from the intimacy that I'm going to get into, but I want to make, I wanted to uh, let one more person say something. I believe you wanted to give a testimony real quick. Just to, every time you give a testimony, I don't know what you're gonna say, but I know this.
2: Every time, I've never given a testimony. Every I'm time you give that. a
1: testimony, you do this to a double. Stop right? Yes. Come on, man. So come you on, give man. God glory. You come right here next to me. Don't be scared, I promise. Mm-hmm. Totally. These people love you. Yeah. Yeah. you
2: so I don't really know how to how to not tell you my story without telling you my whole story. Okay. Um, I was raised up in church and uh, my grandpa, I gotta get through this without crying. Bless oh,
0: it's all
2: right. Bless you, all.
0: you won't. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead.
2: Yeah. Anyways, I was raised up in church, and uh, but didn't really know much about religion at all. And uh, it, it's kind of funny because the the testimony that Dean just said. Um, you know, I was raised in church and um, I was good for getting drunk and talking about God and didn't know nothing about it. And um, let me just say I'm, a, I'm an ex-addict of drugs and alcohol, both. Praise. Um, Praise. I use cocaine, I use meth, um, I use crack. Um, I have four children. I have a 22-year-old son that's in college, his third year in college. I have a 19-year-old daughter that's at Um She is eight, and I have an 11-year-old son. A year ago, um, ago their dad passed away. And I had a friend of mine say, hey, this revival's going on. let me back up a little bit. This this friend of mine I met, I was going to a church actually in Lakeland and got no support. Me and my kids were getting no support whatsoever um, through his transitioning of uh, death and uh we had me and my kids had watched him literally actively die for eight years. And he was finally at the point that it was time for him to go home to the Lord. And he was on hospice but I was his full time caregiver. And so this was something that me and my kids had lived with for eight years. And um I was going to a church and I love this church. Kids love the church. I had a great youth program and when it came time that last week when he became weak and didn't want to eat and I was kind of at my wits end and kind of losing my mind a little bit. What's, what, what's really crazy is I've been a caregiver and a CNA for 29 years wow, for wow. and I took care of my mom uh, 11 years ago. She had brain cancer. and um, I thought that pretty much broke me but it wasn't until I was taking care of him that um, <coughs> I really thought I was gonna lose my mind. I'll be honest, I thought I was gonna relapse and I not only didn't think that I was gonna relapse, I just wanted to die. I wanted to deal with it <coughs> and it kind of got worse than that. It, it really messed with my head you know if i was going to die i was going to leave my kids and they weren't going to have a father and they weren't going to have a mother so i was going to take my kids with, with me i mean it really really messed with my head and so i was doing through this church there was a kind of sister church um, ministry and they were doing a tuesday night the streets in lakeland and uh, i got involved with them we were feeding the homeless and and doing a lot of different things for the community. And uh, I met a group of girls, three or four girls. One of those girls, her name was Jessica. And uh, she pretty much comes, not exact same background as me, but the streets, drugs, what have you. And uh, got invited to go to this church in Little town. When I say it's smaller than the town that I live in. It's right yeah. outside of Eagle Lake, um, from where they're from. So. Actually, uh, our church did a revival in Eagle Lake uh, not too long ago. And, um, anyway, so they invited me to come to their church at Eloise, and I was like, oh, I don't, I
1: don't <laughs> know if I can go to
2: Eloise, because if you know mm-hmm. anything about Eloise, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, you. <laughs> you don't it, it's the there. worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're known for, it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um lot of like place big. I wanted to take my kids. Yep. But I thought, you know, what do I have to lose? So I, I took my kids there and I met everybody. And I started going to church, regular. Got the support I needed. Um, took my mind to a totally different place. And Bobby, like, a, everybody was there for me. At, at any given moment, there was people constantly in my home, in my mm-hmm. ear, calling my phone, that showing up at awesome. my house, mm-hmm. coming and taking my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I tell you, I, I got the support and the spiritual guidance that I needed and the teaching that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, this person, Jessica said, uh, and I've been, uh, I'm still one to church there They're known for uh, we're known for um, ex-cons mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um Most everybody wears blue jeans and flip-flops, mm-hmm. and our T-shirt says "Turning Dope village into Hope Dealers." And, oh. mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. anyway, so Jessica and her cousin Crystal uh, are very, very good friends of mine, and they're both single mothers, just like myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, Greg passed away, and <clears throat> I still struggle, even though I had a lot of support. I still struggle. And uh, I did relapse. Uh, I started drinking. I, I didn't. I didn't uh, relapse on drugs, but I did start drinking. And um, anyway, so they told me about uh, DJ's revival, and and I said, oh, I don't know. That's kind of rich. For me. I do I can't see myself going or something like that. <laughs> that's you know. I'm not that kind of person. Right. So. Um, when I tell you, first off, when I tell you that the devil is real and the devil will come and attack you and oh, try yeah. to destroy you, Go I didn't ahead. believe that either. Um, because we were on our way here and we were talking just about life in general and how much we needed this. And and I didn't really even know much about DJ. Jessica had heard about him and watched his videos and I had I didn't know nothing about him. And she was telling me all about him, and and uh, we had a blowout, and we had a blowout to the point where it almost ripped the vehicle. And um, we had my daughter, my eleven-year-old son, and Crystal's uh, two young children as well, and me and me and Jessica and Crystal uh, in the vehicle. And um, anyway, so. we we uh, were sitting on the side of the road, and we waited and waited and waited. Two dumb females, um, we did not know how to change the flat. Um, she had been with a man for many years, and I had been married for 18 years. And neither one of us had a clue how to change the flat. We, we had a jacket and we had a tire, but we had no clue. <laughs> uh, we called roadside assistance and never showed up. Um, we were standing on the side of the road, and we literally held hands with the kids and started praying. Actually, I started praying. Um, I started yelling because I was mad. I was frustrated. Like, how dumb could I be not to know how to change a flat? And as we're doing this, we thought that it was uh, triple or, um, roadside assistance. A truck flew by us. Flew by so fast that it made the vehicle shake. and then he stopped all at once like we could hear and see the smoke from his tires and the guy backs up all the way to our vehicle and he jumps out and he's like are you guys okay? We're like yeah. So he gets out and his girlfriend stays in and she never even gets out of the vehicle and come to find out this guy um, he just randomly stopped he's seen us standing there with kids seeing that we had had a blowout um, and as he's changing our tire he's not really saying a whole lot and I'm just standing here looking at this guy like you know who, who just who does this and he's not saying anything and I said he gets done and, and he says okay you know I'm, I'm glad that you guys are safe and what have you and we're like oh thank you you know and I said are you a Christian and he said as a matter of fact I am and I said can I tell you something and I told him where we were going and he said When we were coming up to you guys, and we seen you and the kids standing on the side of the road, there was a voice in my head that said that you guys had somewhere you needed to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, make a long story short, we made it here. Mm -hmm. And ever since I met DJ, um, there's been a few things that has happened uh, since he's passed away. I had my own home. Had my own home, ended up homeless here a couple months ago. Um, not not because of my time uh, just entrusting someone, entrusting my me and my children, my heart with someone, and it backfired on me. And uh, yeah, so
0: yesterday
2: um, was the anniversary of him passing. a year ago he he was a commercial fisherman and a year ago he asked us if uh, we would all sit down and write letters and put them in a bottle and throw them out in the ocean. And um, so we all went to the, the beach and we did exactly that. We drove through a lot of rain (laughs) The first beach we went to, the road was flooded. When I tell you we weren't meant to go there, like the devil was coming at me in so many different directions because I literally got up yesterday morning not wanting to do it. I did not want to face my day. I just wanted to go back to bed. And so the first road was, was flooded. And we went to another beach, and um, the roads to that beach uh, were closed. <laughs> so we went to another beach. Well, thank God. We finally made it there. And um, I videoed it, took a lot of pictures, posted them on Facebook. And we're getting ready to leave. And I, I'm thinking to myself, I applied for an apartment um, about three days ago and uh, hadn't heard anything, didn't think I was gonna get it um, just because I didn't have exactly what they were asking for as far as money. And uh, I was getting really frustrated. And so as we're leaving, we're driving down the interstate and uh, my son gets a text on his phone and uh, I hadn't paid his bill this month, because uh, I got him a boost phone, and it had really crappy service. Oh, yeah. And he didn't like it. And so I thought, well, you know, I'm not gonna pay for something he's, he can't really use. And he gets a text on his phone, and uh, says thank you for your payment. He's like, hey, did you pay my bill? And I'm like, no, I don't have the money, figure the bill number one. Um, and you said you didn't want the service. And so I called customer service, and I said, I don't understand what's going on you know, and they said, well, somebody at 3.30 p.m., which, when we were at the beach, um, 3.30 p.m., somebody walked in and paid cash and uh, paid his bill. Couldn't tell me his location, couldn't tell me who it was, nothing. Which is really odd because there's only uh, one other person that has my son's number. He's 11 years old and that's me Mm -hmm. and another individual, and uh, I knew it wasn't that person. So I told him, I said, well, you know, somebody's watching out for you, that's the only thing I can say. And the kid that was with me, he said, well, you know what Mama mom would say? It's all Jesus, thank you Jesus, it's all Jesus, right. Jesus did this. Amen.
0: And I just kind of
2: giggled, and not even 30 seconds later, my phone double beeps, like, you know when your phone shuts down or shuts yeah. off yeah. and you turn it on and all of a sudden you got a million messages? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well my phone double beeps. And I'm like, and so I look down at my phone and I see it's this landlord. I'm in <laughs> the text that's not calling a back or texting me. And uh, it's the text from the landlord saying you got the apartment. We approved. Right. your, right. your reference. You. You. good character you have good character reference, what have Um When DJ says, you know, it's not him, it is him. He does have the spirit in him. It is him because if anybody was to know, I mean, I'm not gonna get technical, but if anybody was to know, I've had some pretty in-depth conversations with him this last year and um, it's been hard. And I can remember on two occasions if it wasn't one, he actually texted me randomly, and the other one, I text him. Both times, if it hadn't been for talking to him, I probably wouldn't be standing I haven't been back to see him since last year, and I don't want to. <laughs> I, I've been saying that I need to. Um, The circumstance that made me and my kids homeless um, prevented me, was pulling me away from my religion as well. Pulling me away from my church. Pulling me away from um, everything that I learned this last year. And uh, was, was really, really putting me back into a bad place. So when I tell you that The devil does come after you and he does try to destroy you and kill you. It's true. It's absolutely true. Because I believe, you know, you don't know, they always say you should never question God. God does things for a reason. Just like when God takes children's lives. We don't know why. We don't understand it. I don't know why he would take my children's father from them. So young, And leave me to raise them. I don't know how to be a dad. I didn't have a dad. And when I tell you God places people in your life for a reason. Pay attention. When you see bad things coming at you, when you see people around you, you, you see negative things happening, pay attention. It's a sign. I'm telling you, it's a sign. But when you see, when, when you get past that, and you keep pressing on, and you step on the devil's head, More of world, it makes you focus on things that are brought into your life that were meant to be put in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I would have never thought that I would be sitting here talking to y'all. I've been going to this church for a year, and my pastor has been trying to get me to tell my testimony this last year and I don't like standing in front of people and talking to people. Um, I don't even like video chatting with people. <laughs> um, but I just kind of thought, you know, DJ has been there for me um, in the times that we needed it. So, if y'all are lonely, you don't, even if you don't feel like your prayers are meaning anything, reach out to him, reach out to Miss Linda. Reach out to somebody in this room. Don't sit there alone like I did for a very long time.
1: Talk to somebody. We give God all the glory yes. Yes, Lord, and all the honor for so it's Him. You the devil comes to kill, steal. Still destroyed, but Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. Amen. The devil robs us of people and things. God never intended for certain things to happen. We say God's in control. Well, I'm sorry. In some cases, He's not. I'm going to tell you, He can be, but He didn't put that in motion. He puts free will in motion. We have a choice. We make decisions. And things happen because of the decisions that we make. Yes. Adam and Eve had a decision right. that put us in the curse that we're in today. Yes. God didn't intend it. Yes. That's right. He knew it would happen because He knew our nature. <clears throat> he knew who we are and what we're about. Yes. Amen? Yes. But the good thing is any and every day you can draw a line of sin and say, that's it. Yes. That's it. I'm serving God. Yes. And everything will turn around. Amen? Amen. At yes. yes. the level that you continue Going after him without thinking. That's it. There you go. Throw it out. Don't think. Keep coming here. Keep being faithful to your church. Keep coming. He's pilling you like an onion a layer at a time. Mm-hmm. Keep seeking him. To that level that you seek him, you don't even recognize your life in six months to a year from now. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Anything okay? Hallelujah. I feel glad that I was going to preach on something, but I'm going to just do what the Holy Spirit wants me to do. Amen? Amen. And so, um, I just wanted to give a little bit of my testimony because, you know, it's something to know who we labor among. And a lot of people don't know me here today. It's not about me, but I think, again, I want to give my testimony uh, to show a little bit of my the path that God has given me. And the importance is I feel that in, in the church, that every, I could, I believe every Church needs to hear this message that I'm going to give them. I believe the entire world, if they haven't heard it or don't know it, need to hear this message tonight that I'm going to give. I could honestly say, you know, I've heard pastors say, You want to get in someone's church? Just say, hey, I got a word for you. And when he was telling me, it was like, but that that's not lying. Because only if I have a word do I They're like, well, the word is the word. So you can just say it's the word. I didn't feel right about it. But I can tell you, I have a word for every single Christian, for every single church, if they haven't already heard it. Amen? Amen. And I believe a whole heart of it wholeheartedly. Okay? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this night. I thank you for each and every person here. I pray right now in the matchless, majestic name of Jesus. You have your way. You break away in strongholds anything trying to creep in and exalt itself above the name of Jesus. I take authority over it right now in the name of Jesus. You will not have your way. Holy Spirit, you continue having your way. Do whatever it is you want to do in the name of Jesus. All of you and none of me. Think through my mind and speak through my mind, vocal vocal all that you have me to say. And I pray for an anointing right now to go upon the people right now that they hear what you have me say, not me. That you would open their ears and the devil could not rob not one bit. In Jesus' precious name. Everyone said? "To, the anointing. to anointing. the anointing. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing. See, Jesus anointing. Christ. Jesus didn't have a last name. Okay? Yes. Back in them days, they was he was Jesus, son of Mary. Yes. If I was alive, then would DJ son of Linda? Yes. Right? If, if you were you your name, son of the, your mother or your father, whoever's. Okay? And so Jesus was conceived of the Holy Ghost. So his lineage didn't come from Joseph, it came from Mary. However, I think somehow Joseph, if we go back far enough, I think they both learned the name anyway. However, uh, he was conceived, he was half man, as much as man as he was God. Okay, He was the Christ. And the Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. Okay, It's his anointing that he bestows upon us. I try very hard to never say my anointing. Because I don't have an anointing. There is an anointing on my life. It's His. Right. He bestows it upon me. Amen? Yeah. And, and yeah. Uses, uses that for His glory. He is the anointed one and His anointing. Okay? And uh, Isaiah 10, 27 says that, It's the anointing that breaks the uh, yoke. Yeah. Excuse me, yeah. I said something wrong. It doesn't break it. It destroys it. Destroys it. it. Oh, because if it breaks God. it, you can fix it. Oh, but yeah. when it destroys it, it annihilates yeah. it. Can't it's, right. it. Right. it's the anointing that destroys it. Together. Amen. Not your doctrine, not your thinking. But I can quote the whole book of Isaiah. But you can't heal the wings in the back of before forehead. You can't make a tick jump off a dog. You know what I'm saying? I mean, You can't make a flea jump. Hallelujah. You're a bishop. Bishop. Right? But you're a baby. In the, you know how many bishops I've come to and talked to they are babies of the Spirit?
0: Oh, you can have all the
1: knowledge. That's it. it could be a library full of knowledge. But if you don't have the anointing, and the anointing will cost you. See, salvation is free, but the anointing is going to cost you. See, you can't shortcut the shortcut. And you will pay the price. You will be crushed. You will. Amen? People try to shortcut the shortcut. You can't. You will be crushed. <laughs> you will go through the process. Amen. And boy, sometimes we hate the process. Yeah. But the process is the process for a reason. It makes you who you are. Hallelujah. She's okay, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Amen. That's joy. It's all no joy. It's yeah. Something, yeah. something that we need more among our, among our people. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Without your strength, Amen. you can't stand. How are you going to find the devil? That's yes, God I'm saved. Not yeah. We'll glorify your face. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the joy? We should be the happiest people on the planet. Right. Yeah. We should have so much peace in our life. The things happening, people are like, man, who's your God? How are you? What's going on with you? Why are you so happy? That's the blessed the presence of God. Hallelujah! We give you praise, Lord. It's the anointing in First John two twenty seven. These are my two favorite scriptures right now the Bible is but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you and ye need not that any man teach you but as the same anointing teacheth you all things and is true and is no lie and even as it has taught you ye shall abide in him say so in, him. In, him. In, him. In, him. in him Second Corinthians 4 7 ready But we have this treasure, say treasure, Treasure. in earthen vessels, say that's me, earthen
0: vessels,
1: (gasps) that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us, to do things that we cannot naturally do. That is the power, the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing. We are all called to carry his anointing. To be carriers of his glory. Right. To see things take place. Call things that are as though they were. And they come to pass. And then speak things. That's what the Bible says. Speak things that aren't as though they were. And get careful. We speak. We say things like, Man, that tickled me to
0: death.
1: <laughs> I feel like a cold. So I feel like I'm getting sick. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, you will. You yeah. shall have what you say. That's right. Life is Good in the morning. power of the tongue. Jesus said, He's the truth thereof. Life is yes. death. Don't yes. No yes. play around. Yes. Jesus, when Jesus came in, he came in and he cursed the victory and he walked into town he just started talking to things. Like, get up. Get up. He, he wasn't laying hands and come out. No, he was walking in. He cursed. Get up. Grab, grab your mat. Come, come and he, on. Oh, oh, uh, hey. Come on, man. He spoke it and he believed it. it. Because he was full of the anointing. He had the fullness of the anointing. Hallelujah.
0: Amen.
1: <laughs> what is the anointing? It started as a practice from shepherds from their flock. When lice and insects try to get in their ears, they could pour the anointing on their head and it would cover so that the lice and the insects couldn't crawl up into the ears. Because if they crawl up into their ears, they'd get up into their brain, and they could kill them. Would, yeah. and, that, and what the, the, the anointing stands for is empowerment, protection, and blessing. Empowerment, protection, and blessing. Yeah. You might think I'm crazy, but since May 15, 2009, I have not been sick to where I can't come out of, out of bed and walk around and move or preach and move around. Right. I used to get sick every other year, the flu or certain, yeah. I, but the anointing, I didn't even know what was going on for the first few years. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, cause I'm about to tell you my story. But, but I, you know, my, my spiritual father, he would. 40 years without sickness. I know another lady who went, she's 40, 50 years and had been sick. Mm-hmm. Don't believe in it. But if you get sick, it's okay. You're not a sinner. We're not calling you a you know, third, a second, uh, whatever. No, it's, that's that's we believe in God. It happens. We got, more, we got mortal bodies. Things happen. Kenneth Hagin, you know who he is. Yeah. Loved the man. Awesome man of God. He said there were three or four times in his 50 years of ministry that sickness came on him. It was when he wasn't obedient. God was telling him to do something and he wouldn't do it. And then when he got, as he came on him, he goes, "All right, Lord, I, I, I'll do it." He did it and went away. Okay, so things come upon you for being dis, in disobedience. You, right. you, you open doors. Okay, see, the, the the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He'll never force his way in. You come have on. to allow him. That's right. Now Amen. the devil, he's right. looking for every possibility. Oh, yeah. right. The thing is this, though, you can never say the devil made me do it. Come on, right oh. up. That's a lie. That we can't make you do nothing you open the door with, with our lack of education or more. I'm just going to say knowledge. Knowledge. Yes. Yep. Lack, right? of knowledge. lack of knowledge yep. amen and we, we allow him in because we don't have the, the, the level of the word in our life to, to understand that we have power over him the bible says do not rejoice he yeah. has power over demons but that your name is written in the land book of life okay we have power over that yeah, through sure Christ is. Jesus and his anointing. Amen? And this is what I was talking about tonight. Is the uh, this, this, the anointing means to smear or to rub. Amen? And John 4.24 is the scripture, the key scripture tonight, that the, that God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. Sometimes we read the scripture. I know I do can you know, have. You read through and You read things so fast. that you, would, if you go back through it, wait a minute. That was... Yeah. You keep revelation. It didn't say read the word. Always something. It said be a student of the word.
0: Yes. yes. Come on. Amen. That's
1: right. So be a student. Don't just read it. Anyone can just read it. <clears throat> but we're to be a student of Holy Spirit. What spirit am I here? What it is I need to hear. Show me in this. Yes. Yes. Show me. Show me. It's the only book that the author is present. Or should be present. Mm-hmm. Come when on. You read it. See, the Bible says that the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Amen. Amen. So if you're reading the Bible and you're not. Mixing the Holy Spirit in with the Bible will kill you in religion. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. And it won't yes. make sense. That's, so That's yeah. why you
1: have to have rainbow word, yeah. which is the Holy Spirit dripping all over it and in you. And it feeds you, it fills you. Amen? Amen. So, this anointing, I didn't know nothing about growing up. I just knew church, and I knew be good, and don't be bad, and try to do your best <laughs> to be right, and go to church, and love God, and hate the devil, and top 10 do not do lists, and try to be good. You know, like I said, you had two past songs, three slow songs, two operatory message, and then we're trying to beat the Baptist in the buffet line of church. You know? You get home and we're grilling and throwing the frisbee we'll be outside Sunday, you know. American typical Sunday afternoon. Well I'm telling you, those days are over. We, the devil has stepped his game up because of the spiritual apathy of the church. See, we are the salt. The church is the salt of the earth. And if the salt loses its flavor, what good is it to be trampled over by men? And what's happened is, anytime you cook any kind of food at all, the seasoning makes the food. Right. I don't care what Come kind on. of food it is, you put some adobe and some goya on that, you yeah. got some good Puerto Rican chicken, I don't I you, amen? You got some on that rice. <laughs> if, you, if you put some, like my mom used to Lowry's, mm-hmm. or if you do barbecue, you got some barbecue. Oh. Go figure, Italian seasoning and sauce, oh. you've got Italian. Whatever you seasoning, the seasoning makes the. We are the seasoning and the salt yes. of the earth. Yes. Oh. We make decisions. The Lord said, occupy until the return of the Lord. Yeah. Not sing kumbaya in the corner. He's yeah. waiting on No, all, I do mean, a little chihuahua in the corner. we yeah. mm.
2: No, the Bible says to
1: occupy. Occupy is a military term for taking over. Yeah. Remember, yeah. We, yeah. yeah. we take authority over everything. Yeah. Because yeah. when the light turns on, what happens to darkness? It goes, it the darkness right. does not understand the light. There's no such thing as a dark. There's a thing called a light. When you push a button and there's light, the darkness has to flee everywhere you point it, right? Yes, but when there's no such thing as a dark where you push a button and everywhere you point it, it's dark. No. It's the absence of light right. that allows darkness in. There you it. go. That's right. And if you have the light of God, I don't care who you're looking at or what you're facing, that darkness has to flee. Oh, That's why when yeah. you pray and you have the power of God's anointing and you say, be healed, and then you don't ask. And you don't even pray. It didn't say pray. It said heal him. That's right. You command. In Jesus' name, I command you be healed. I shine the light on this darkness and go. I take authority over this. Amen. 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 And it has to go. That's why you see healing in these kind of meetings or people who preach this, this type of message or doctrine is because that's why you see the miracles. That's why you see signs of wonders. Because we allow God to have his way. We don't shut him down. We don't throw wet blankets. We don't let things bother us. If something happens that's not supposed to happen, it's okay. I'll handle it. We'll deal with it, and we'll move on. Come on. Yeah. What's happened is the church list, a few things went wrong, and they just backed up and shut up, and they threw the baby out of the bathroom. Come on. Come on.
0: Instead yes. of discerning. Yes.
1: And, and allowing to God to move and do things. Now, like, I think what were said, I'd rather there be a little wildfire than there be yep. older in the cemetery." He mm. goes, it's okay if there's wildfires, wildfire There's enough wet legs to play around throwing out. Oh,
0: come
1: on <laughs> 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 You know Yeah So it's somebody <laughs> it's This anointing I'm talking about this for every person as I went along my day, or as my life was in church as usual. And we were we were like this. We were you know where the Pentecostal was, man. If anything, we thought we were the and, and even go back twenty years ago, you know, the church was a lot different then too. Yeah. Yes, there was revival, we had two week, three week revivals yes, that come yes. in. Yes. I mean powerful moves of the spirit, oh, my, my spiritual father was yes. the one coming in all the time doing all this demusion five, You know, you're lucky nowadays if you get three days. That's right.
0: Maybe True. And I heard of, of the
1: old timers back in the day talking about they go month. Huh? Or two? Revivals. Amen. Sounds like you know. I'm jealous. You know? You see this trend. What trend are we seeing? Mm -hmm. There was this church that used to see signs and wonders and miracles. They had Williams Booth who seen recreated miracles taking place in the streets. Wigglesworth came out of that same group of people, raised 23 from the dead, drop-kicked five-year-old kid into the second row and was healed, was on his deathbed, punched what? tumors out of people. He said, why are you punching people? And he goes, I'm not punching the people, I'm punching the devil. The people are getting in the way. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You know, If I'm going to die, you can punch me, you can drop-kick me, whatever you want to do. If, if you hear from God, do it. I want to get you. Amen? Amen. <laughs> They were. You even see the tongues of fire as their emblem. The fire is oh, on their wow. cross. Yes. And that same church in the past 100 years has now watered down wow. and been so full of spiritual abbey and have backed up so much that they allow senior pastors to be homosexual. Yep. Yeah, I understand. Wow. That same church is now so watered down and so full that you don't see no move of the Spirit. Okay. You don't see any. So, and guess what? The same thing I see with my denomination that I've been licensed with has the same kind of cross and the same looking fire as that one. It's called Church of God. And they used to be the on-fire church. And over the years I've seen a trend. Slowly just come, 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 and come to a place where I don't see the fire like we used to. Used to, the old people used to know how to thing called Terry. Yes, they get yes. in them altars Amen. and they get in there and the women get around a woman and the men get around the men and they pray so long you didn't know if the people were just tired of praying or they're crying because they're tired, or if they're getting breakthrough. Come on. <laughs> because they prayed. And they didn't stop until there was breakthrough. So you, get in, you better got your breakthrough yeah. or fake it, okay? Because no one's thinking anything. No one's thinking anything, okay, because it's powerful, okay? Because there, there was women of Israel, the old women of Israel with their bones. they come in there, and they say, come here, baby, shut that all those yeah. stuff. And they lay in, and the fire got hit you. And when the fire got hit them, they get and so, start doing, you know, waiting <laughs> on the carwards and popping out. Like, the seed see on fire. High yeah. Yeah. gusts. From, from the bottom pin and the stuff. <laughs> right <here. All> right. <laughs> there's, there's another movement that people the charismatic movement. Oh, yeah. And instead of this, see Jesus is always on the moon. Fire, yeah. There's always something coming up that he may introduce or add. Yeah. Don't be jealous and be like, oh we're this, we're not them. But what happened was they came in, and they had more of the, the, the Benny Hinn style or even Catherine equivalent, which was the, a charismatic move of miracles, signs, and wonders, where they would just get lost in God's I presence, and the glory would fall. And see, the old Pentecostal people, they got nervous if it got too quiet. If it got too quiet, something's wrong. So someone's going to jump up, scream, speak in tongues, try to jerk or something, instead of just, believe me, there's a time for everything. You don't know when it's time be yes. everything. And you don't have to be nervous if it's too quiet. Right. The Bible says, be still and know that I'm God. And sometimes yes. in the quiet moments, God's glory comes. Yes. Amen. Yes. And it's not, it's quiet. Yes. And God sweeps through and does mighty, mighty, yes. mighty miracles. Yes. But there's a time and place for everything. A lot of times our ministry is hype and loud. Sometimes it's quiet. You just yes. got to follow the Holy Spirit. And you can't shut things down. You got to be open and allow God to yes. move. Yes. What I did not know growing up is a personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. See, what happened with us. was... I was going to church, getting saved, and the next thing you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm in the world. But I didn't have a connection. It's like it's like you know, you plug it into something, and lights on, so you're going to plug the lights off. Yeah, I would get plugged in on Wednesday. Plugged in. I meant well. I wanted right. I wanted you right. I love God. Yeah. I love Jesus. I even got baptized in the Holy Ghost. i been speaking in tongues at 11 years old for my spiritual father. That seemed to move the spirit. We knew. Grew up in this. Because yeah, here I am, 16, 17, 18, smoking weed, drinking beer, hanging out. Being the cool people. Even the pastors' kids. Come on, PKs are the worst.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now,
1: partying, hanging out, gotta be cool. We're the loudest, we're the most charismatic. We're gonna do We're gonna do everything the most. You Get in trouble the most. It doesn't have to be that way. See what I didn't understand was this. John 4.24, God's spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You build an intimacy with God. As you spend time, what happens is the anointing needs to rub. You're, he's rubbing his anointing <laughs> off on you. Yes. Each time you get in his presence, spending time in his presence, seeking him, fasting, praying, his anointing needs to rub. He's rubbing his super off on your natural. Right. And you flow in the super. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you believe. If you spend time with Jesus, it's like they said it when the, and the disciples and, and, and uh, the men, the, the Pharisees were standing, they were looking and they're like, man, these guys are doing things way above their pay grade. Like They're their you know, education level and they're ignorant, are you know, they're, they're ignorant, untrained men. But they could tell, they've been with Jesus. They yeah. sound like him, they smell like him, they walk like him, and they're doing miracles like him. Yeah, yeah. Come on. amen. You spend time with Jesus, you start being like him. He'll rub his nature off on you. People, I never know this. My whole time, and I'm trying to make this as you know, quick as possible, or as yeah. you know, quick as possible as God wants me to, but... I don't know
0: why I said that. <laughs> yeah, there is a time. There are no jail.
1: They're real nice, but still.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> I, here's what happened to me. i just give my testimony, because we know about the anointing. We know about... You, first, you've got to be saved. You need to know that Jesus Christ is Lord and that He will wash you of your sins. We know that He's Christ, that He's God. Amen. Okay, he's not just Lord and Savior. There's so a new doctrine going on out here. with well, this Hebrew ra- grassroots or 12disciples.org or dot whatever. And they're snatching people out trying to tell them that Jesus isn't God. That He's actually a Savior. And he's steal everything the Bible says, but they're not God. The problem is, you did everything right to that point. Now you're you know, you're completely to everything behind that. He is God. That's the only way you're going to heaven is because He is God. Emmanuel he he dwelt among us. The Word was God and is God and was made flesh. That's Jesus, the Word. He's God. I can go over and over again. He is God. He was the full head head of the the trinity, of the triad in Colossians. He was the fullness of the the triad. Amen? Mm -hmm. Uh, Throughout He declared He was God. Amen? Mm -hmm. And only through Him and by Him are we saved. Amen? Amen. Secondly, if you want to understand the the anointing, baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues is not a mere suggestion. It's actually a commandment. You are commanded to be baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen? Amen. And and so what happens is, once you get your prayer language, now, now, it's time to start cooking. See, you can be saved. You can can ask Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And you'll go to heaven. Baptist going to heaven. Long as they don't speak against the Holy Spirit. See, see I grew up in we in, 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 in a black, mainly a black high school in Pahokee, and a lot of my friends, a lot of them like to like we, we like to joke about the Holy. They like to joke about the Holy Ghost, like well, you know, you know, the Holy Ghost this or that. They try to you know laugh and make fun of it like dance and stuff, you know. I never got into that cop kind of scared because I thought blaspheme meant, meant just ready to write, They're ready to be picked off. But they've been in churches. Where they go in and they don't know what, what's even being offered to them. Yeah. They think stained glass buildings and big steeples that's church. They don't get it. This is boring. I ain't doing nothing. I'm out of here. Yeah. You've got to come and experience to have an encounter yeah. with the living God. Yeah. Come on. Okay. First of all, you've got to be right and understand the principles of the anointing. Have the anointing on your life as a leader and as a congregation to allow God's presence to come in a place so when people walk in, they can experience and have a place where God, they can encounter God. All right. yes. Amen. They need to come in and feel something so much better than yes. that drug that they yes. lay down yes. on the altar. Come this on. Well, this is Johnny come lately. Why didn't you tell me it was this good? Right. I never knew. I got what happened was I got out of here in Orlando, I started partying, I went to full-cell university, and I got to drinking and drugging and partying. I'm in college and going nuts. you know, going crazy. Getting arrested for beating people for fighting and, and, and drinking, DUI, all this different stuff. God's just, you know, my mom's praying, praying, praying. She snatched, her prayer snatched me out of the gates of hell. Thank you, Lord. If you have a lost loved one out there right now and you think your prayers ain't working, then it is. Because if the devil tells you it ain't working, he can't tell the truth. The same as life.
0: So if Amen. you feel like
1: it ain't working, you're doing great. Keep praying, it's working. Amen. It's working. If you have someone that you're praying for to see change in their life, keep praying. Yep. It may get Pray. worse where it gets better.
0: Yes.
1: But I, I like that song. I think that song says, better is a soldier's cry than a hallelujah sometimes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: God, would rather hear a soldier cry out, Lord, help me to someone in church. That's hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. Yes. Yes. Cry out to them. Say, yes. God, I need you. Amen. God, I see God, I again, get back to this. People don't know what's offered. If they knew what was offered, if I knew what I tapped into was there I would never drink beer, alcohol, drugs, party, wow. never. If I knew what, what, what was, it was offered to me, if I knew what was available. Because what happened was I got this ministry of signs, wonders, and miracles. Okay? This guy was a protege of Benny Hinn. He, uh, people getting out of wheelchairs. People getting healed from all kinds of things. Right, the power. Of, we never, I, I was a church of God boy, so I knew Holy Ghost. I knew like um, Pentecost. But they didn't really know the charismatic move. I didn't know the miracle healing on the spot, word of knowledge on the spot, where everyone gets wiped out by the power of God, that kind of thing. Um, I've seen seen revivals and running and falling, and maybe someone gets healed, but it's just a different move. And so I was in this ministry where I'm running sound and running camera because I graduated full-sale trying to make money. And I'm in this ministry, and long story short, as I'm watching the man of God minister, as I'm watching things happen, you know, before I even got in that, first of all, I was, you know, living. For, for, for the devil. And I had community service because of all the, all the arrests I got from uh, DUI and uh, suspended license. And I tell you, it's all, it's all kind of stuff. I, I was out here doing you know, all kind of stupid stuff, yeah. right? Pull up to a Whataburger, talking on the screen to the Whataburger, and they are like, if you get this right, we'll give you a free burger. I'm like, what year was Whataburger founded? I, said, I don't know. This looks like a 50s joint. 1950? You're right. So I get a fr- So here I am, and I'm drunk, and I'm obnoxious, and I'm laughing my head off and joking because they're like one of those corny TV-looking places, and I'm joking on them. This thing ended. Up, there's a light in my face. Orange County Sheriff's Department. Wow. What? And I was like a deer in headlights. I was like, How? I'm ordering food. The, you don't get busted at a Water Burger, <laughs> you know what I mind. I got a beer in my pocket, big old Tallboys eight eleven or two elevens. Those uh, still reserve the highest amount of alcohol you can get right. in a, in a beer. I, I had the best, the great, the, 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 the you know, the nastiest. The, the nasty. Yeah, it was nasties, great nasties. Two great ones are fine. It was like college stuff, man. Two ninety nine or something like that for a four pack of Tallboys. Oh man. And I'm drinking one. He pulls me over. And I look, and I'm like, he was parked behind the intercom oh. doing paperwork. And he heard me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That guy sounds drunk. Comes out. Long story short, I get the beer, crush it, put it underneath. He comes up and goes, where'd the beer go? Pull a new <laughs> And I knew better. I've dealt with cops long enough. Don't lie to them. And don't make them feel stupid. Yeah, you might have a chance. So I just kind of put my be respectful here, I might get out, okay? Long story short, my mom's prayers. My mom's prayers moved me to a point that I finally got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I had, man, anything's better than this. Yeah. I remember having a call all my life to, to do things. I remember everywhere I went, I was a drummer, and a piano player, and I had a full ride scholarship. And I had hope. And everyone, you know, was saying, there's something special about this kid growing up. And, 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 I, and I was in college, and I, was, I had all these things, all these open doors, and all these talents and abilities. The next thing I know, I was sitting there with long hair, pop belly, 25 years old, with a car my friends called the poopsicle, living in an apartment that was just de- degrading all around me. And I was living a hell of a life. And I knew there was more. There's more in there. And I knew that God called me to do greater, to be greater. And I would cry myself to sleep. I'd to drunk dial people and, and be all cool with them at first as soon as they wanted to hang up and say something that I didn't like. Then I'm crazy on them on the phone and cussing them out and stuff at 4, 5, 6, 7, eight in the morning. My life, flat, stunk. God pulled me. He allowed me to, to go where I went through. And I reached out. I said, Lord, I was, I was part of this Amway Global team with people. It was LTD, Amway Global. It was Larry Winters, who was the head. I think, you know, I'm talking about great team, the business team. And I was going to the Faith Assembly Church in Orlando and running sound. Long story short, I'm running sound. I'm a heathen as could be. Back to know all about God. Running sound, just trying to, you know, get into the, the, the business. But what am I running sound for? The ministry's he's preaching. The worship leader. I'm in the LTD and we're, global and we're having these big conferences, and, and I'm supposed to be a sound man for a big church. And then I went to Church of the Sun for a while. I sounded a church for the Southern out in Platteburg in Orlando for many years, or several years. And I'm in LTD and I'm not even really saved, actually. And long story short, because around this business team and the prayers of my mother and the people she had praying and all the things, I finally, in, in May 15, 2009, I cried out to Jesus and gave my heart back to him. And it was like the first time, it was like the first time ever being saved. It was like a rush of love, of joy, of, of freedom. So i walk around, I'm like, whoo! Like walking around, I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm walking in my Bible, and tucking my shirt in now. I'm all like, whoo Because I know what's available. Now I know about the Holy Ghost, the baptism. And I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, they don't do that here. No. They don't really do that here. See, I didn't know because I was fighting it. I knew the cost. I was tired of it. Yes, Lord, I serve you. And then I'm over here serving the devil. I said, you know what? That's it. I'm not playing with God. I'm going to run my air I'm going to run my my my, my, you know, my time. And then when I'm ready, I'm giving it to him. And that's it. Amen.
0: Yeah.
1: And it kept me safe for 10 years. Mm-hmm. i sure. right. tell you stuff I'm, I wouldn't even want to tell you. Tried every drug. Done all kinds of been in Every crack I've been telling you. I, I, you wouldn't believe the stuff that I have been in and seen and done. That I'm not, that I'm not happy with. Would I change any of it? Yeah, if I could, I would, but I would I would take one, one thing back in my testimony. Because the bitter, the sweet is not as sweet unless you tasted that bitter. Mm-hmm. The perfect testimony, though, is to never have fallen. Oh. To never go, to be saved. Yeah, Give your heart to the Lord and never fall out. You don't have to fall out. Please don't think, oh, I don't have a testimony. Like, kids, I need to have a testimony. No, you don't. The Bible says the best testimony is to never fall out. You don't have to. It's up to you. If you know what I'm talking about tonight, and what happened was, as in this ministry, I'm watching the fire of God, and I'm watching people get touched, healed, and set free, and I'm, and I'm, and, I'm, and as you desire it, and you hunger for it, and you want it, I got baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence speaking in tongues. from My spiritual father had revival down the road in Lithia, Lithia Springs Church of God, and I walked up in this little church, and my and my spiritual father was preaching, and he says, "Breathe, lay hands on me." I went back, and you know, I almost went down, and he goes. Drink deep, DJ. Drink deep. When he hit me in the valley, when I went back, I seen the brightest light I've ever seen in my life. Almost like TV fuzz, but like lightning TV fuzz. And it was like it was a center. It was radiating out of that center. and It was powerful when he hit me and I went back. And I've, never, I've never seen it. It was the brightest light I've ever seen in my life. It's never been the same. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now you have your prayer language. Okay? So first you're saved. You accept Jesus as Lord. You live for Him. You're baptized in water. Then you baptize in the Holy Ghost, and evidence speaking in the tongues, now you get your prayer language, okay? Now you're able to rub on the nature of God, because God is a spirit. You're a spirit. You possess a soul, and you live in a body. So as you pray to a spirit, you pray in the spirit. Yeah. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you pray the perfect will of the Father every yeah. time the Bible yes. says. Yes. They ask Google's Word, what's the key to your success? How do you see all these miracles? You well, I go out and speak in tongues for a little while, and then I edify myself, and then I go out and edify the people. He goes, well, when you're speaking in tongues, do you start off in, in tongues, or, or do you start off? He goes, I start off in the flesh, but I wind up in the spirit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> people too worried to get in their mind. I want it to be God, and only God. I'm sorry. It will be God, but it will be you too. It'll be your tongue. Come on. Yeah. It'll be your lungs. It'll be his spirit. Yeah. You have to be obedient, open your mouth That's right. wide, and he'll fill it. Yes, on. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen.
1: You have this prayer language for a reason. You get baptized in the Holy Spirit, and here's what happened. I was in his ministry, and I was codependent upon the man of God. He brought the Lord. He brought the anointing. He, he walked in the room, you feel the fire of because God, fall, God will, will anoint his men and women for his service, okay? There's the fivefold ministry. The teacher. The, uh, uh, the evangelist, the teacher divides the word properly. The evangelist, okay, or uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, the pastor, he's a shepherd and married to the church. The evangelist, middle finger, he sticks out, goes out and about. Yeah. The prophet, hears from God, points the way. Yeah. And the apostle establishes all four fivefold. and builds fivefold ministry to equip the gentrification of the church. Yep. Okay. Their job is to equip. Same. My job is to see how strong can I get people. Not how strong I can get. Not how big oh, I can no, get. Uh, not how what kind of level. My job is if you are now laying hands on people and they're getting healed. If you are now going into ministry, I right. did something right. Not how many, how big can my ministry get, and how what kind of name, what kind of title yeah. I can get. No. Oh, that's right. And that's what the pastor should be doing too. How yes. strong can I make this person to where they go start yes. their own church? How strong can I invest and just teach them to everything I know?
0: Yes.
1: It's, like, it's like if your church plays Jeopardy against another church, Christian Jeopardy, how well would you do? <laughs> do you know the Word or not? Do you know the Word? Have you even read the Bible yet? No. Yeah, for, no, I mean, from cover to cover. Yeah. There'd be a lot of people who wouldn't be able to raise their hand. Come on. I'm not trying to be whatever about it. I'm just being a matter of fact. You can, the Bible is the Bible for a reason. Yeah. We need to read it from cover to cover, mm-hmm. at least every year if you can, as much mm-hmm. as you can. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, we're, I'm in this mode, okay, of just knowing church as usual, okay. Then I get into signs and wonders and miracles, and I'm just like, All I thought I'd be, is a catcher and play the drums and run sound. I thought I'd run. Oh, this is amazing. And I was codependent upon the man of God, right? Didn't know how I was. I was like a baby bird in the nest. I didn't know. But what happened was through a series of events, I got booted out of this ministry, right? I had to. I wasn't gonna leave. You couldn't. They were bludgeoning me to death that I wouldn't leave. I'm not leaving. You, you can't kick me out of things. I mean, you have, you have. I mean, you have to kick me out. You know, I'm not leaving. Unless, I don't. I don't get the memo. Like you, you know, you're out. Go get out of here. You know, I'm staying right there. i you know. And what happened was, as I got booted out of this ministry, okay, it was God saying, it's your time kind to of fly, or die." Just like when you're a baby bird. I said, God. You're no respecter respect person. persons, you're just gonna have to do it through me. Come on. He brought the fire, he brought the word, he brought the healing. I would go I'd be getting all kinds of people on the streets and bring them in. Getting prayed for. Them. Who who told you about the meeting? I have 20, 30 people at a time sometimes in the meetings. I'd find on the street. Because I believe so just get them there, they're gonna get healed. Come on. And eventually God laid it on me. See, so I didn't know. I didn't think I was, I didn't understand. But when I left this ministry, here's what happened: it's like being in a hot tub. And whoo, you're in the fire, right? And then jump in the pool. Oh,
0: (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Let me back in the the hot tub, back in the fire. I don't want to be in the cesspool of mediocrity. Put me back in the fire. When I left this ministry, I felt like my Christianity was on the line. I felt like if I don't keep being with the body of believers, it's a matter of time. I don't care if you're Billy Graham, Benny Hinn. You, you you're a human. You could fall out at any time. Yes,
0: Come on, you
1: get out of the will of God. I don't care who you are. Yeah. you can fall at any time. And whenever I left this ministry, I went back into a church as usual, and I was like, I didn't. It was. Just, it, 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 I was like, I, I didn't want to lose my Christianity. I want, I've seen too much to unsee. I've heard too much to unhear, and I know too much to ever be able to go back. But I knew. It was a matter of time. If I didn't do something, something was going to happen. I was going to start dying. Yeah. So all I knew to do was just a good old church of God boy was shut the door, turn everything off, and start praying in tongues. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do, Lord, but I cried out to you. Mm-hmm. And eventually I said, Lord, you're no respecter of persons. If you did it for him, you didn't do it for me. Yeah. I was so yeah. desperate for something. I didn't know what it was. All I knew is I've got to have this fire. I've got to have what, they, what I was having over here. But I've got to have it here. I didn't know that it was called intimacy. As I spent time praying in the Holy Ghost, praying and praying and in his word and worshiping. Man, I'd be in there for an hour, two hours, three hours, four. I'd get here at 7 p.m. It'd be 7 a.m. The next day I'm still just worship, my belly would ache all day from laughing, from crying. I mean, there are levels of spirit. I can't even articulate to you that I experienced. Because spiritual things have to be spiritually discerned. I got so deep in God's presence, he was rubbing his nature. It's like thin sheets of paper. Oh, I've been praying all week. Okay, well that's five pieces of paper. How thick is that? But if you pray for a year, that's 365 sheets. How thick is that? You'll feel that when you hit somebody with it. It's tangible. If it becomes tangible. You have to spend time in His presence, seeking Him. It's not overnight. You can't shortcut the shortcut. You spend time in His presence, praying to a Spirit, in the Spirit, in the Word, fasting. What did Jesus do? Every once in a while, the disciples would be like, "Hey, man, where Jesus go? He disappeared. From the sun come up, they're looking for him. He's up on a mountain somewhere, praying and fasting. Come on, If He did, how much more do we? He was the great example. And so as I spent time praying and praying, it was a good eight months to a year of just this prayer that has, I have never been the same. I touched the hem of his garment, and I've never, been, I'm still reeling from this one touch that I received from God. Because from that point, I walked into a whole new, it was like walking into a closet. And all of a sudden, I saw this little door that, like, I moved my clothes out of the way. I'm like, wow, there's a little door there.
0: Come on, What is that?
1: It's always been there. I just discovered a door in my closet and I opened the door and I walked through and it was a whole new level that I never knew I never knew was there and it was so beautiful I never knew this existed I never knew it could be this good I never knew I could have this much of God I never knew he'd use me in the supernatural I never knew he wanted to use everyone I never knew this level of intimacy and there's way more levels that we go through. And when I jumped in, I went, oh my, it was just a euphoria of his love, a euphoria of power. And I spent time, and I spent hours and hours just praying. Next thing you know, I walk on the sidewalk, and I bump into someone, hey, your dog's cute. Yeah, that's me. And a word of knowledge pop out of my head. Or I pray with them, and, and it wasn't like a do-gooder's club, like, you know, hallelujah, praise the Lord, and I come to church. It was like... And these people have uh, tattoos and piercings, and they knock you out as much as look at you. They don't know you. And now they're on the ground, and you're like, you know, we're never gonna me, you know? <laughs> know what I'm never going to have to make it up. I never All of a sudden, I'm walking in the supernatural. And I think I got activated in the spirit. Because he rubbed his nature off on me. And that's what I want the whole body of Christ to know. Come is on. that if you can go from an average Christianity to the supernatural by spending time and his presence. Yes. You go, you know, there's a thing called success leaves clues. You ever heard of that? Success leaves clues. Go get the top 100 most successful people in the world, and they do a study on it. And there's a book. And they found out that the top 100 people of the most successful people ever all have the same. Work ethic, integrity, all that in common. Success leaves clues. I studied Wigglesworth. I studied Ken Cahagan. I studied Benny Hinn, Rodney Howe Brown. I studied these, these great men of God. And all of them have in common, they spent genuine time in God's presence. They had a time every day that they never let get in the way. That's the 3 o'clocks, my time. And they spent unadulterated, like it didn't matter if anything happened. Don't come in my room. They were like, they spent genuine time in his presence. Not just going, to going to church is like the game. But don't you know that the rehearsal is how you win the game?
0: Yeah. See,
1: how do you pass the class? A lot of times, homework is about 50% of your grade. Why? Because not only is it 50% of your grade, it also helps you pass the test. It gets you ready for passing tests as the material. So if you go to church only, but you are not spending the time, genuine time in his presence, how do you expect to pass the test if you're not doing your homework? Come on, yeah, Come on. We're not fasting, and we're not praying enough, and we're not spending time in his, in, his, in his nature to rub off on us. It'll rub off on you. It's like this. It's going to wrap up. It's like this. It's like i remember ever the youth when I was a youth pastor. He goes, I'm going to anoint you with baby powder. I basically just want to rub baby powder on you. I'm gonna anoint you with uh, jelly. It's just rubbing it on you, mm-hmm. right? When you're spending time in God's presence, He's He's rubbing His nature off on you. Mm-hmm. He's taking your DNA and switching His DNA. Just like a dog, when you put them in water, they know how to swim, right? Ducks know how to clap. Babies are hungry, they'll cry. Yep. DNA, DNA. It's like you don't gotta be like, how do I do this? You're just gonna walk you're gonna be like, I know how to do this. I have the DNA of God in me. Yeah. Things are going to come to you. Does this make sense to you? And you tell them, you're like, oh, God, no, no one's ever doing that. God will tell you things. Yeah. You lay hands and you say, come out. It comes out. Yeah. There's none of this you know, praying and waiting around and hoping something happens. There's power. The light makes the darkness flee. That's why we have to have a true understanding of the anointing. When you have a true understanding of what the anointing is, and there's layers and layers and levels of his anointing all the way to the glory, there's a kind of zone. I believe there's levels upon levels that are given to men, but then no man, no man will glory in his presence. That's his glory. Come on. Amen. So the, the, the biggest thing is intimacy into him, you see. Spending time in his presence. Seeking him with everything that you have, not letting nothing get in the way. He'll rub his nature off on you. Just like, you know, in the Garden of Eden, you know, the biggest thing that happened besides the sin? The biggest thing that happened is they separated from God. That was the biggest thing that happened. If they didn't separate from God, he might have been able to work something out with them. Maybe, maybe not. Sin is sin. But what I'm saying is they ran from God. When you sin, the thing we're supposed to do is run to God. Don't run away. We have a tendency to get shameful and run from God. The very one is like, no, I'm the one that understands you more than anyone. Run to me and I'll forgive you. I'll cleanse you of your sin. Don't run away from me. The devil wants you to run away, make you feel guilty, and now you're separated from God because we were in fellowship with Him. Just like the Old Testament, the in the Old Testament, the um, the uh, Ark of the Covenant represented God's presence. Right? It really, you couldn't even touch it; too holy. That's why we need glorified bodies. You know people get slang, spirit, shake, and fall, stuff like that? Because we have these regular bodies. We're going to need glorified bodies to be in God's presence. Yes. Yes. Amen? Because yes. it's going to be amazing in heaven. Amen. Yes. We couldn't even touch the Ark of the Covenant. It was too holy. Inside the Ark of the Covenant was the Ten Commandments, was Aaron's rod. <laughs> amen. And was the fresh manna. And the cool thing about that is that, you know, the manna only lasted 24 hours before it got rotten. They opened that thing up hundreds of years later. When, they opened, when it was opened up. The manna was as fresh as day one. And Aaron's rod, old stick used as a rod, was fully budded almonds. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it remained in God's presence. Mm -hmm. See, we're not called to dip in and out of God's presence Sunday morning, going after God everything, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, a little something, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, back in God's presence. We're, We're to be inhabited. We're to inhabit his presence. Yes. Yes. See, if they took a stick, Amen. the rod in and out, in and out, it was it was like starting over it, would still be a stick. Yep. If they took the fresh man out, in yep. and out, it's spoiled. Yep. Come on. Yep. Because it stayed in his presence and never left. It talks of restoration and maturity. It restored okay. it and bloomed. Amen. Let's stand on our feet. This is the message. If I could tell every Christian, if I could tell every church. To, because when you get the anointing, when you receive God, when you get that intimacy with Him, it's you and Him. Ain't about no one else. Mm-hmm. You have a relationship straight to the Father through the Holy Spirit. He rubbed His nature mm-hmm. off on you, and you—the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. The sky is the limit. I can't stop you. Your pastor can't stop you. Come on. They may try. Mm-hmm. Get jealous when you start hearing people and start having words of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't. Should be come on, bring it on. Come on. Praise yeah. God. We need more people. That's it. We all should do it. Like I said, the pixelation on the screen. We've got to be the image of Jesus. We've got to burn with a holy flame, yeah. a holy fire, with everything that we have. Not just a little bit, not just half half mass. We need everything doing. And as we spend time in his presence yeah. and we seek him, that anointing rubs off on us and it destroys the yoke. And it's Amen. the answer to the problems of the human race. Amen. It's Amen. the answer to every problem of the universe. Amen? Amen. And I did not know until Amen. I was forced. Sometimes things will happen. You scratch claw him on your way out of something that was the very thing that gets you in a position that you never would have been in. Uh, you yeah. have something you would never receive. Amen. Quit crying if you think you're going through some trial could widen if you think it's the process. The process makes you who you are. And you don't think God knows what's Amen. best for you? Allow that process to be the process, you'll be what God's called you to be. Amen. Mom, he wants to mold you. He wants to make you. Amen? Amen. All I know is that one experience in my life that I got went after God with everything I had, I've never been the same. And I'm on the ride of my life. I'm like, boom! and I just did on a roller coaster ride and I've never stopped since. Ever since I touched that electrical anointing and filled me with and I started revelation and understanding and gifts of the spirit and acknowledging things. And next thing so you know, going in the ministry and seeing signs, wonders, miracles, healings, people being baptized in the Holy Ghost. Everybody, why do you like having them services where everybody falls on the ground and all the time? I said, you know why? Because it's on the lunch menu is what I like to eat.
2: Yes. Amen. amen.
1: Because it's available. It's on the lunch menu. Is it on the lunch menu anywhere else? Maybe some places. Where I used to go, it wasn't. We didn't know nothing about it. And the most change I've ever seen in someone's life is when you get them under the anointing. Get them under the anointing. Get them under the anointing. People on the floor have gotten up changed more than I've ever seen someone trying to switch them right. That's right. Now, hear me out. The word is king. Okay? There's like two wars in the water. You can be all about the Holy Ghost and the glory, right? but if you don't know the Word, or have the Word, you're a flake. You're just going to be flaky. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. But you can be full of the Word, have all the Word, and not have the, the, the Holy Spirit the glory, and you're going to be a museum. You're going to be a Dr. Etherbread. You know? That's, right. That's why you're going to have both. two wars in the water. Amen. See, what happens is, the power of God will knock stuff out that you can't get out. It'll, it'll it'll separate blockages. It'll yeah. tear down the strongholds. It'll separate things that you can't get rid of. the then you have got to fill them with the word. What I've noticed is people who have the word that come to our ministry receive healings and they receive things, or they actually last longer. People will come and they'll get their healing. They'll get their touch. They'll be on the floor weeping and touch, and they'll get up and to the level that you know the word. Because if you don't know the word, you go back to the oh, same thing yeah. you're in. You're gonna go right back where you were. Yep. I'm on. But people who have the word and understand the word. It stays. That's right. it, it keeps them. Amen? Yes. You can play that song. We're going to get back in God's presence for a few minutes in this is this worship. And we're going to let the Holy Spirit just have His way. Yes. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Amen.
0: Shekinah Healing and Revival Ministries is supported by your free will offerings and partners of the ministry. This has been a Holy Spirit approved message. Tune in next time as we go live from sunny Florida, the Sunshine State.